Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. Great news for the American people. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert, featuring Stephanie Bell, News Director Brian Houseworth, John Marsh, and Hannah the Producer. This is why we listen to you. Get ready, pal. And now, here's your host, Brandon Rathert. Freaking me out, man. It's just freaking me out. Tell them it's going to be a rock and roll. Freaking me out, man. Pre-file uh, yesterday in Jefferson. Jefferson City been hopping. Uh, legislative session starts just a little over a month from now. Lawmakers are going to be gathering, they're crafting and doing bills that will impact us. Remember some of the impacts of what didn't happen last year, not just for us Missourians. You look at the impact, those things that we were talking about, January, February, March, April, and up through May, special session, especially as it relates to, we can look at redistricting. We were talking about how the impacts, what some of the impacts could be, and look at what happened. Parts of mid-Missouri, we lost two uh, Republican uh, seats, uh, uh, the seat uh, number 50, uh, House seat number 50, uh, lost that because of redistricting, because of things we were talking about uh, earlier this year in the legislative session, the seat formerly held by Chuck Basie. We've lost that seat. So as we were talking about those things last January, February, and March, uh, we can see the impact. We can see the end results of those things. So some pre-files. I think the big one yesterday, David Tyson Smith, he's filing legislation regarding people under the age of 20 buying automatic uh, guns and uh, semi-automatics. And meanwhile, there's some uh, apparently some some bitter some. Bitterness within the Democrat Party in oh, Missouri. As I'm, it mildly. as I'm scrolling, so if you're on the Twitter and you're, you're Twitter challenged like Brandon, you can throw in the hashtag. I call it Mo Ledge. I think some people call it Mo Leg. Anyway, hashtag M O L E G, and you can find out what's going on in the legislature. I thought. I'm going to get on this hashtag and I'm going to see what was pre-filed. And instead, I found the Missouri Dems airing their dirty laundry. And it's been fascinating. It started about, I think, about 12 hours ago. And from what I've gathered, and, and I don't know all these individuals, but it appears Randy McCallan, uh, Mick McCallion, mm-hmm. she was down in the 8th Congressional, sent some texts to Michael Butler. Michael Butler is the chair of the Missouri Democratic Party. She said, hey, I'm thinking about running for vice chair. And he got a little bit snarky and was like, hey, are you joking? Aren't you the one who hates the party or said bad things about the party? And she was like, why are you being so unprofessional? So she gets on Twitter, publishes the tw- the tweets. Now they're calling Michael Butler like uh, a misogynist and like this isn't, you know, professional and all this. So then he gets on Twitter to defend himself. And in doing so, says how what a horrible vice chair Genevieve Williams has yes. been. And now um, and so and I think bottom line uh, is Laura Burkhart, who just said, I'm going to be real for a minute. You want to know why modems didn't flip all the seats we worked so hard for this. This petty BS is what sinks the ship. But it is uh, it, it, and it's just it's it's going and going. I mean, it's still going. I, I think it's going to get worse today. 
So these Democrats are taking a page from the Republicans from late in the session last or the earlier this year, late session. It's yeah, it's nasty. And, and the thing about it is, it wouldn't matter who the chair or the vice chair is; they would be in the super minority. It's just the the, the with neither one of those two. Um, I don't think they 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 focus a lot on the St. Louis City, St. Louis County, Kansas City, and to their credit, they focused on Boone County. But they have done a poor job, let's be honest, of running people in the rural areas. I mean, almost all the rural seats, and, and they touch on this, actually she does, um, Stephanie, in those tweets, that they just let those seats basically be uncontested. They ran one real serious candidate, her name was Jess Piper, mm-hmm. and she raised thousands and thousands of dollars. Some Democrats wanted some of that money sent elsewhere but it went up to northwest missouri i think she got 25 percent of the vote jess piper but butler really calls her out this not piper but the this genevieve down there uh in the eighth district and um and we'll see what happens in the end the republicans will uh, just because of geography the fact that the democrats basically have zero influence in rural missouri th- that is where it's you know there these numbers are going to stay pretty consistent to your point uh, one more thing brandon the, the republicans focus so much on clean missouri when they were upset about clean missouri that would have been a nonpartisan demographer in the state auditor's office and they were worried nicole galloway would somehow you know I'm not exactly sure what they were suggesting, but it it would hurt them in the elections. The reality is the map that came out that affected the 50th and the 47th, no Republican could have could have expected that those seats were completely re- redrawn, and um, and those th- those surprised me. And the and the Democrats now control four of the five. And that Jess Piper, she's uh, is Firebrand the right cliche uh, to use? She's kind of a, a Missouri social media star, ran unsuccessfully uh, for office. Calls herself Dirt Road uh, Dirt Road Democrat. Actually, be hanging out with her this weekend. She's on this week in Missouri politics with David Tyson Smith, uh, Rudy. Uh, uh, Rudy Veet, mm-hmm. and I'll be part of that show too. You can watch it on KMOS coming up mm-hmm. on uh, Sunday this week in Missouri politics with Scott Fawn. She's she gets people ignited. She didn't get people the polls to vote for her. The thing about it is she has a huge amount of social media support, yeah. but it comes clearly from the urban and suburban areas, and um, because in that area with that kind of money you know 25 percent of the vote and i know she was out there campaigning door to door to door the reality is rural missouri is ruby red it is ruby red right now but her name's kind of been floated lately as somebody they might put up on statewide office that although she probably can't win in a rural missouri district if she you know gets up more on the statewide stage she could get the support of those urban voters um i still don't think she stands a chance but Uh, they can try they can and and certainly somebody who i'm glad you're going to have her on and hopefully she can come i mean you know it's her she she's pretty aggressive calls out sometimes um the republicans by name in the legislature but she certainly has a big following and she campaigned and spent a lot of time going door to door to door and her big thing has been medicaid expansion and and things like that david tyson smith has made it very clear by the way he wants medicaid expansion to be funded something else he's prioritized i haven't seen that bill pre-filed yet that doesn't mean he hasn't done it but that is a priority for her jess piper really concerned because a lot of these hospitals about 10 to 12 of them the last uh, eight years have closed that's been another issue she's talking marsh anything catch your eyes it relates to pre-file 
Well, I just keep going back to the uh, David Tyson Smith thing because, you know, like Brian said, Cherie Tolson-Reich called that out way ahead of the game when she was on with us just uh, right around Thanksgiving and all. And like like she said, it doesn't have a chance to go anywhere. Welcome to the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, Brian Hausworth. There's producer Hannah. My name is Brendan Rather. Feel Good Friday. Something you're feeling good about, let us know. 874-9390. Steel Magnolias is from Christie. Steel Magnolias opens tonight at Columbia Entertainment Company. And my daughter is playing Shelby. Well, congratulations. How about that? Also off the text. What time? Uh, John, what time are the events in Jeff City tonight? I missed what was just said. Six o'clock, they'll get things going for Living Windows in Jefferson City, and the governor's doing the candlelight tours at the mansion. And right around that same time, they'll be lighting up the governor's Christmas tree, Christmas parade tomorrow afternoon in Jefferson City, and then the Jack's Memorial Tree Lighting at Hawthorne Memorial Gardens. That's Sunday evening at 6. Yeah, and and, and just a couple more times there. 545 will be the actual opening today. 545 downtown Jeff City with Mayor Turgeon and some Christmas characters. That'll be at Hawthorne Bank. That'll get people the chance to walk down and light the governor's tree at 6. And then that parade tomorrow in Jeff City that John referenced will be 430. It's huge for people who haven't gone. I mean, thousands and thousands of people. They're have to shut a lot of streets down basically if you're going to st peter's mass tomorrow downtown um at five o'clock mass you're going to have to get there probably an hour and a half early or you won't be able to even park near the church by the way there's events uh in ashland tonight mm-hmm. we've got a parade it starts at five uh, you're in it you better know kiddo. <laughs> I, think, I think the lineup is at five thirty. And that's what I... Th- so I think the parade actually starts at 6. And I love this in Centralia. They do the Polar Express train uh, kind of thing. And I think that starts tonight. And I love this. I had never seen the movie Polar uh, Express. Having to see it twice over the Thanksgiving holiday uh, with the uh, the grandkids. What a lovely movie. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that I hadn't... <laughs> Hadn't watched it earlier, but that's happening uh, in Centralia. The Magic Tree, which was lit last night by our good bud Cosmo from Y107. Uh, they're doing these picnics. You get like these heated bubbles, and you can, you know, you this big, it's like an igloo, except it's clear plastic. It's heated. I've done one of those. It's super fun. And Winter Wonderland is tonight, too, at Shelter Gardens from 6 to 8, and they have a big, big uh, display. VU's event will start with the lights next week. We'll talk more about that Monday. Okay, Ashland Parade, 630. Six, lineup starts at 5.30. 6.30, lineup starts at 5.30. So plenty of activities uh, happening over the weekend. And thankfully, uh, thankfully, I think we have all the supplies we need for our Christmas holiday around mid-Missouri uh, because railroad strike has uh, been averted. Uh, yesterday in Washington, D.C., this had been a fight for a while. Uh, Josh Hawley's take on the vote on the railroad strike. Now, he voted against, in effect, for saying, no, you're not going to do this. I'm not going to be part of, of cramming down a contract that the workers voted no on. I'm not going to use the federal government to cram that down their throats. That's basically very similar, and people have to listen to that closely. Very similar argument to what Bernie Sanders said. And so, no, it, it, it is. In, in some, it, Josh Hawley said something that sounded like Bernie Sanders. And the, the, okay. that happens more often than people realize because both of them have their, 
you know, their their supporters would never acknowledge that. But they do, particularly on um, on on worker rights. But on this one, they basically said the same thing. I thought that was Bernie Sanders there for a second. That's literally, that's literally, that's that's Josh literally. Hawley with mittens. <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of people say, you know, that people talk about the political spectrum, but they say it's actually not a line. Like, it kind of goes to a circle, and when you get way out on the ends on both sides, it kind of touches at some point back. They're, um, they're, so interesting. They're both populists. Uh, there's, no, there's no doubt about that. They have more in common than e- either one would probably acknowledge. But what's interesting is Roy and yeah, Josh Hawley voted differently on the actual um, bill, and then there was a separate vote on whether or not to offer paid sick leave for workers, and they also voted differently. Basically, what I call that canceling each other out, right? Um, on the on the sick leave, so um, there was a vote to add seven days of paid sick leave for workers. Blunt voted no. Hawley voted yes. Interesting. And that's not the first time they've voted on the polar opposite of things and i wonder when schmidt you know shows up if he will be more in the vein of blunt or if he will you know align with holly and we'll get two votes on it i don't know I, I i honestly i'm not sure and that's why it's fun to watch because we don't know uh we will know coming up in uh in uh january uh by the way the polar express christmas trolley in Centralia that uh starts tonight and actually goes uh, through December 22nd. Coming up a few minutes from now, we are going to be doing your morning bell. I know some job numbers have come out today. We're going to get into that. We'll do that for you here in five minutes on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri featuring Brandon Rathert. People are talking about Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle. Morning, 826 time for the morning bell business news. Little twist only Stephanie Bell can give you. Jobs report is in this morning. The U.S. economy added 263,000 jobs, which is pretty consistent with the last couple months, but is actually um, better than expected. Uh, it has sent stock futures tumbling this morning. When you pull up the Wall Street Journal, it's red across the top for all of the uh, futures indexes. Um, so what does that mean? Um, People aren't really sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, you're well, because, right. and, and so there's been a lot of layoffs, but the layoffs have uh, mainly been in big tech um, and then also in areas like housing and finance that are significantly affected by the raising interest rates. And um, But that is also shedding a lot of talent that other folks who are struggling to hire you know, are now able to hire some of these really talented folks. So there is still a lot of hiring going. And one analyst said, hey, you know, before you start seeing massive widespread layoffs, typically you see a slowing in the hiring um, because people will slow their hiring before they will go lay a bunch of people off. And it's not happening quite like that. And we did hear from the Fed chairman, uh, Jerome Powell, earlier this week, and they've been hiking that interest rate uh, 0.75, uh, what, the last four four times they've met and now he's saying it might be 0.5 next time um we heard that so you know everyone thinks they know how this is going to go and and thinks we're headed into a recession and thinks that jobs are going to you know come down and and it 
the analysts have been off, you know, and, and, and so they're like, why do, why are there so many jobs again? Hold on. Yeah. And the gas, you may have noticed gas prices coming down over the past couple of weeks, still well above where they were January 20th of 2021 when Joe stumbled into office. Gas prices going down because of fears of a recession. That is one of there's several reasons, but that is definitely uh, one of them. Gannett, which I think it's Gannett that owns USA Today and owns like the Indianapolis Star. They own a variety of newspapers and I think they own Gatehouse Media, who I think owns uh, one of our local papers in mid-Missouri, Columbia Daily Tribune, I think. Uh, They're laying off 6% of their workforce. Uh, Two reasons. Uh, Nobody buys newspapers uh, anymore, so they're relying on website traffic. One of the things about Gannett, like if you ever get on to usatoday.com, and I will look at, if if I'm comparing a couple of local newspapers, for example, Columbia, Missouri, and Columbia Daily uh, Tribune, we can include the Jefferson City News Tribune in there. Um, Columbia, Missouri, and uh, all accounts, I think, is doing well. And people like USA Today, you get on their website, there's some stories for subscribers only. Only for subscribers. In other words, you have to pay. And I'll tell you what, um, you pay for a subscription. Of the, there's some local papers. They charge more for their local newspapers than they do for the New York Times, by the way. Mm-hmm. John, you got my back on that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, You're on the money with that. Yeah. Uh, and then you look at Columbia Daily Tribune, there's some stories you have to be, you know, they, they, they block you out unless you pay and subscribe. And I get it. And I think they should. It's, you know, all the content on the web should not necessarily be free. You want our news content, you should, we don't make you pay at 939theeagle.com or kwos.com. People have been using, there's this new service that allows you to get around to pay well. And I'm like, is this like our version of Napster? Is it legal? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how it works, but it freaks me out to click on it. Because uh, control, what is it? Control shift end to take you incognito. That oh, only that, that worked for a while. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, welcome to a feel good Friday here on Wake Up Mid Missouri on ninety three nine The Eagle and one zero four five News Radio nine fifty KWOS. We are picking winners and losers of the week. Five minutes from now. Text us your nominees, 874-9390. Rathard, it's what happens when you let emotionally unbalanced people play in a room full of microphones. 93.9 The Eagle. Buying a new car. A new car. You know when you see that car in the showroom floor just before you take it home? Yeah. That's as good as it's ever going to (laughs) look. Pretty soon it'll have dents and scratches. Parts start to go bad. Then the new models come out and you're like, oh, oh, oh. That applies for both. For for, for us dudes, too. I want to make sure nobody thinks they're (laughs) triggered because they think that's sexist. And Hannah, uh, don't let that scare you. Some people, like, yeah, and there's some people that actually, as you get older, I think there's something to be said about older, yeah, what we consider older people. Kevin yeah. Costner was, yeah, they're they're like, I don't know that I could say, I, I don't know that I want to say it. There's a, a hold up. You want me to turn the mics off and you can tell me, and then <laughs> it's a trap. The TikToks are talking about like what are the, like Zaddy is like a hotter yep. older guy, and there's a, a an acronym for m- mothers <laughs> that I won't repeat on air that are kind of also having a, a moment. There's one so, for grandmas too, incidentally. Oh really? Oh, yeah. um, there is really GTS, it man. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a recognition that as people get older, yeah. they can still be quite attractive. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Feel Good Friday edition of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There is Stephanie Bell. Good morning. By the way, Ste- <laughs> Stephanie, I tell you, between you and Hannah, you guys, some of your things <laughs> you bring up, uh, Stephanie is going to be gone next week. Uh, what are you going to be up to? Well, I'm going to Georgia for the runoff um, and to do some election day. What? Oh, I was just wondering, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up on air. No, you're good. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, election cool. Day operations uh, down there, uh, working with other Republican lawyers on just election integrity. Um, and then my law partner, Mark, is winning Republican National Lawyers Association Lawyer of the Year. Um, and so we're headed to D.C. There'll be a big reception um, honoring wow, him. Wow, congrats to Mark. Yeah. How about that from uh, Ellinger and Associates, Mr. Uh, Brian Housworth is here. There is Hannah, the producer. My name is Brandon Rathard. If there is something that we could do for you, let us know. 874-9390. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. All right, winners and losers of the week. We appreciate your submissions throughout the week. We just collect some of the folks. We always like the more localer, the more better. Um but a lot of national stuff. This actually, I think some national stuff too. I think uh, who you have for uh, statewide stuff. I think there's some easy winners for winners of the week, even on a state level. Things that affected us here in Mid Missouri. Who do you have for winners, losers of the week? Well, I was thinking on a national level, an easy one was. Uh, are we calling him still Kanye? I mean, that guy is like imploding, and he just needs to go away. Yeah. Big time loser this week. Uh, Mr. Brian Houseworth. Winners, losers. Don't have. Don't have any losers. I have two winners. Uh, Go figure. This week, um, it involves the uh, the Blair Oaks football team and uh, and and what they've done. First of all, Dylan Hare is a young man who is just and John Marshall know this name. I mean, what he's done at Blair Oaks is incredible. Only player in Missouri history to ever have ten thousand passing yards, five thousand rushing yards is is amazing and very impressive. And the other winners, I'm going to nominate Kevin Kelly and Steve Duncan. They're names that you may not recognize. You'll know the voices. They call Blair Oaks football on our, our Zimmer station, KWS. They'll be on AM 950 today. Kevin's in the Hall of Fame. Steve's a longtime executive at Central Bank. They do a fabulous job on football. They really do a great job they on do, basketball as well. I mean, it is top-notch. It's, it's, and I've told Kevin this, it's network quality. You could hear that quality of the broadcast on, on Learfield. It's that good. I enjoy hearing them, and uh, they'll be great today. That team's going to have their hands full, though, with Lamar. That's exciting. Uh, happening at Faroe Field. Uh, one of my winners of the week, Special Olympics uh, of Missouri, and the folks who showed up, first responders, Mary Carey Turgeon showed up, Jeff City, downtown Wednesday. It was cold Wednesday night, by the way, and did kind of a polar plunge. They have like this, it's a tunnel of water, in effect, that Hazmat uses. Uh, and it was cold, but they went out there and did it, I think, almost like nine grand. You don't see people walking through Hazmat showers every day on the streets of Jefferson City, and especially in the wintertime. Um, that's what makes Special Olympics polar plunges so unique, is that it's it's different. It's an opportunity for people to step outside their comfort zone, just like our athletes do every day. And especially, I think, uh, you got to give the mayor, Carrie Turchin, some credit. As far as from what I could see from my vantage point, John, she, I mean, she was in a cheerleader outfit. She is a cheerleader for Jefferson City, but she didn't have on a coat. She didn't have on a rank. She had nothing like that. No, she gutted it out and went through. And, uh, and on top of that, I'll, I'll add in a couple of our Special Olympian athletes not only went through once 
they went back to the beginning and went through twice. Uh, well, it was a great event, Polar Plunge for Special Olympics. Yeah, it's uh, in special. Seriously, Missouri Special Olympics. Special Olympics has a whole wonderful organization. John, winners, losers. Well, since you guys took all mine, uh, <laughs> Sorry. how about folks? I have some winners, I guess you can say, folks who have uh, marijuana convictions on their record being expunged next Thursday. So definitely for them, from a you know a record standpoint, no matter how you want to look at it, but potentially for future employment, they're winners of the week. Uh, a great opinion piece in the Jefferson City News Tribune this week mm-hmm. regarding uh, how the process that is involved and how difficult that can be for some of the, and it wasn't specifically marijuana expungements, but it was a really good piece. Check out the Jefferson City News Tribune. As a matter of fact, I was chatting with, uh, there's a company called Como Premium Exteriors in Columbia, and we were talking about, you know, when they're in the line of construction and contracting contract workers, uh, construction workers, for mm-hmm. example, and there was a lot of good people. You know, we've made mistakes. I know this, uh, but they are, have legitimately turned their lives around, and some people still have those convictions and Jefferson City News Tribune uh, adeptly makes the case maybe we should make that a little bit easier to get a record expunged because it can be a hindrance on people um, especially very, it can be complicated it's very tough and, and uh, again, expensive too if you have to hire an attorney is, to represent it you. is let's also point out to you that there are very very few people that are in the penitentiary I can tell you this that are in there strictly for drugs now we don't know how many are in there for marriage marijuana but possession of a controlled substance unless it's a large amount they're going to get probation there's there's not enough bed space in the prisons and brandon i can't wait to see your segment on uh this week in missouri politics uh you do a great job and i'm very fascinated to see jess piper too because if the democrats are going to have any success i mean people talk about the republicans that they're you know specifically in missouri in missouri specifically yes because the democrats have a lot of strength in the cities in the coasts but but you look at the map nationwide in this country by and large map wise is red there is no question that said the big cities which control the population very democratic but you know they she spent a lot of money and she was only able to get about 25 percent of the vote that was her first time running but i've heard the same thing stephanie has they're looking at her for something bigger um maybe a statewide position i don't know what it would be though um because if she were to challenge Sam Graves, that's Ruby Red District. I don't see her winning that. Uh, another winner, local winner of the week, I think, are all of our delivery drivers. We talked earlier about the new Amazon facility outside of Ashland has delivered one million packages since its opening this summer. And they expect the um, one million more packages to come out of that facility just in the month of December. Um, and so, you know, we talk about worker shortages, but uh, apparently they're they're doing something over there because they got to have a lot of folks uh, to deliver that many packages. I haven't had any issues um, with getting things on time. Um, and <laughs> So my porch has been stacked up with stuff. They, uh, they know they know the bell household. Right. So I think it's a good, you know, and I think we can get really frustrated. I have been frustrated by, you know, a missed delivery or a late delivery at, from time to time. But it's a good time to remember that these folks are really busy and to give them an extra high five or a smile if you see them around town. And the UPS drivers, the FedEx right. drivers, man, they... Those dudes, those those men and women that uh, work for FedEx, UPS, Amazon, they 
man, they rock and roll through the hall. It's 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 amazing what it is that they, they like Stephanie's house because they know there's not a dog there too. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Producer Hannah, you got uh, what do you got in the way of winners and losers of the week? Uh, Mizzou women or Mizzou men's basketball. Sorry, Mizzou women's team. Uh, the men's basketball team, of course, is off to an eight no start. They're number one in the SEC right now, and obviously it's early in the season, but it's exciting to see them, you know, kind of start on a hot streak. Yeah, Mizzou women's basketball. They are seven and one. Uh, neither team, they've neither one of them have begun conference play uh, yet. Those records can be padded a little bit, but still, especially with the Mizzou men's basketball team, you got a a, a, a new coach in Daryl Gates, and you got you know these are kids playing ball, so I get excited. Uh, for them, to the point where they actually that so the hand to to follow up on what Hannah said, the KU game, which is really a huge yardstick. I know it's not a conference game, but I mean it's a it's just amazing. A week from tomorrow, sold out at uh, the the Mizzou Arena, four fifteen on ESPN. They're actually offering right now extra tailgating options you can purchase tvs you can purchase tents and i'll talk more about that in the sports next week but if you've got a couple hundred dollars extra sitting around and you want to really get and live that game in luxury there are options for you and i've never seen them do that before that's how big that game is coming up against ku and of course when bill self comes walking out of the tunnel i'm sure you'll hear some boos (laughs) <laughs> Boo. <Yeah. laughs> You'll hear him now uh, here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, is that uh, is that capping off your list, Hannah? Can we can we nominate the Missouri Dems? For winners? Yeah. For losers. For making gun control their top issue, apparently, in pre-filing. There, we'll take that. I want to nominate. I'm going to do two, uh, two, Pete, two here at the same time. Fox's Pete Ducey is winner of the week. And the White House and Corinne Jean Pierre, loser of the week. Fox is Pete Ducey asking, okay, so he asked Corinne Jean Pierre. So the White House, they're all over Twitter, right? Elon owns Twitter. Oh my God, people are going to, uh, you know, say things that we disagree with. And the White House just hating on Twitter. Fox is Pete Ducey, great question. When are you guys going to delete the White House Twitter account? Why would we do that? Well, you're saying that you're keeping an eye on Twitter. I love that. I love, well, why would we do that? Because you hate it. You're talking all negative about it. So when are you going to delete your account? Oh, you're not deleting it. So it must not be that bad. And then again, Fox's Pete Ducey for winner and Corinne Jean-Pierre for loser for, in effect, lying in this response to Fox's uh, Pete Ducey. Thank you, Corinne. Uh, Kevin McCarthy says that he invited President Biden down to the border. How does the president RSVP? <laughs> We know we know the president's never been down to the border. The possible next speaker says that he wants him to go with him. So is he going to? So look, um, he's been there. He's been to the border. President Biden has not been to the border. Not been to the border. Best anybody can tell he was there in 2000. I think even before he was elected vice president. Uh, he's not been there, and they continue to lie. The president's been down. No, he has it. He won't look at it because he knows how bad it is. And I'll also pick uh, PolitiFact for their uh, false fact check saying, oh, the border is secure because they're all saying the border is secure, and it's not. Well, if you close your eyes and don't look, problems aren't there, right? Yeah. Yeah. If if I don't see it, if I'm not, uh... La, 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 uh, la, la. Yes. 
By the way, Mark McCloskey, uh, former U.S. Senate candidate, is coming on the uh, the show next week. We're going to talk about gun control <laughs> here in Missouri. And I got to nominate. an interesting tweet. <laughs> I got to nominate the guy for winner of the week. Can let's can we do this? Can we? Because this is good. Can we take a break? <laughs> There are some things you can't unsee. And we will share. <laughs> Mark McCloskey's on the list, too. How come? It's coming up five minutes from now. You're on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri featuring Brandon Rathert. Opinions on social issues? We throw those around, too. Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 Eagle. Here's a big old serving of leftovers. Enjoy. All right, here in the leftover refrigerator, we are still going through winners and losers of the uh, of the week. Uh, Mark McCloskey, of course, well, he ran for U.S. Senate, claimed to fame. He was the guy, the famous photograph when BLM came uh, ripping through his property, and he stood out and defended his property thanks to the Second Amendment of the United States to the Constitution. Still got lambasted over. He's actually on the show next week talking about David Tyson Smith's uh, proposal. He... Uh, now he's showing off a different set of guns. <laughs> and I don't know. Huh. Is this? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's a. And is it, are you, is he on the list as a winner or a loser? A winner. Yes. Okay. A winner. He says on Twitter, turned 66 today and started with my regular routine. And <laughs> there is a shirtless picture of him. <laughs> He is wearing sweatpants and a big cross necklace, which he wears a lot. Um, but he's looking fit. I mean, and so good for him on like maintaining a regular routine and maintaining a a, a, a lifestyle that is healthy. healthy yeah. And good on him for having the confidence to post a shirtless picture of himself. It's giving me kind of like Sylvester Stallone vibes. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> so, yeah. So like you can tell there's there's muscle there. But there's... I mean, he's not. He doesn't have a six pack, but he's fit. I mean, he's fit for. Yeah. I mean, Brandon's granddaughter thinks that he's stacked. <laughs> we ought to show her this picture. Grandpa Brandon stacked. I can imagine little Harper Lee. Mark McCloskey stacked, man. But we were talking earlier. Um, we were talking about the, the, the there was a comedy segment regarding getting married is kind of like buying a new car. That's the best that car is ever going to look, and it equates it to a spouse. That's the best it's ever going to be because it it's uh, it depreciates. Your spouse depreciates like a car. Go both ways. We were talking about this appreciation for older people, not older people, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no. What are you saying? Keep uh, going. And I'll go back. Garrett, Coach Gary Pinkle in the studio this week. Like, the dude looks better now than even when he was coaching. And remember, he went through, he dealt with cancer. And he was in the, and I was like, man, because he was wearing, like, you know, the athletic Under Armour dry fit material. The dude looked good. Yeah. Uh, Don't mention dry fit. Someone will get triggered. Um, and Mark Me? But he's old. <laughs> that stuff doesn't look good on anybody. I'm sorry. <coughs> no? Don't wear it. Uh, you mean like the Under Armour workout stuff? Yeah. Oh, 
Gosh. Uh, by the way, Stephanie's... Uh, it's on my uh, list. Suck list. <laughs> she doesn't like puppy breath and dry fit material and sandwiches and birds. We're doing... That's one of the things. So Oprah every year... Uh, and ranch dressing. And ranch dressing. It's a long list. I had asked her the other day, you know, if she was interested in ordering a sweatshirt I was looking at, and she said, if it's dry fit, I'm out. It looks terrible on everyone. Yeah, you can be, like, you can be the fittest person ever, and it will still make you look like not good. Uh, also, I would have, so winners and losers of the week would put we'll put McCloskey on there. And the other reason is because you never know how that's going to be received or perceived. Hey, you're bold for doing that. Saying, "Hey, I'm 66. I'm in good shape." Or, dude, what the hell are you doing? That's gross. You don't put stuff like that out. But he did it. He should challenge other politicians. Say, "Hey, let me. You know, anybody who's talking talking trash on Mark McCloskey's like, let me see your picture. All right, let's step it up. Sure. I like it." Check out these guns on the back of a pink polo shirt. You make a fortune. Oh, John, you are one of our winners of the week. Uh, Coming up, we are just uh, minutes away from the Gary Nolan Show. It happens to be my dad's favorite talk show here on the uh, radio stations. Gary Nolan Show is uh, next. See ya. Bye.